Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of Effort. I'm doing a podcast. I'm Curtis Wakanda's Variant MC Grief Counselor. And today is No Way Home Day for a lot of us that are fans of the MCU. I myself am looking forward to watching the trailer at around 7.30. Hopefully on YouTube and not on my phone because I want to get the whole full experience of a trailer. I don't know when I'm going to get to watch it. I'm hoping, really hoping, it's going to be either the day of or that following Monday. All I have to say is I'm excited. I don't know what to expect other than three Spider-Men in the trailer, maybe. And I'm looking forward to seeing if we get more of the lore behind Spider-Man going forward. I mean, I'm talking about going beyond No Way Home. I mean, the other connected part of this No Way Home story is going to be Doctor Strange. And the principal survivors of this movie are going to be a part of Doctor Strange. I'm hoping that by the time we get to watching No Way Home, we might get a little glimpse at who's going to be the principal players. I know a lot of people, myself included, are hoping it's Doctor Strange, Wanda, and Loki who are going to be heavy in this big story fighting against the growing threat of Baron Zemo. Oh, not Baron Zemo, sorry. The growing threat of Kang. And I can't wait to see Jonathan Majors as Kang. On top of that, he might even be in No Way Home. So, I'm looking forward to that. But today's episode is more about uh, something that we're all dealing with. The holidays are here. We're getting prepared for plans. Uh, my wife and I are debating on going to visit family, even though one of the people going to this, uh, family function, possibly, maybe, is unvaccinated and doesn't believe in taking the vaccine. Another person is vaccinated but is from a facility in that where he's around it all the time so there's that possibility it's it's tough it's tough because you get comfortable in thinking well our our kids have been safe so far have been careful so far what if this is the day so that brings about that kind of doubt or that kind of wonder and we find ourselves either making huge decisions like this or arguing over uh is our kids worth risking a chance they're not we've been protecting our kids and we've been very careful uh with our children for since this pandemic started it's important to us that they stay safe and we have to deal with the drama of the pandemic itself and getting through it. And if we're not able to visit family members, for some, that could be tough. Mentally, that could really tear people down. I've told you on this podcast, uh, I have been dealing with my own uh, depression. I can't tell you when it really started. Uh, It definitely was triggered 
by the pandemic. I'm going to be honest and say that. But then I think back, has it always really been there? I've just found different ways to get through it or get by it. Uh, none of us uh, have come out of this pandemic changed or have, have, have not come out of this unchanged. We've all gone through some shit in our own way. Whether we're dealing with depression or not, uh, this pandemic has fucked us in a really bad way. It's fucked us in terms of how we go to work, how we communicate with family and friends, how we us interact on social media, how we associate. Uh, just trying to get through. It's it's a tough deal for a lot of us, and so we're all dealing with this and trying to get through everything. Um, I discovered that I may be having ongoing depression bouts, not necessarily panic attacks. That has not happened, knock on wood. Uh, around the time when uh, we we were dealing, we were told by our governor that uh, the masks were coming off and all the stores everywhere doesn't have to wear a mask. And Walmart, thankfully, did not bend the knee. They continue to have people wear masks when you're in the stores. Uh, I myself had, I've been wearing a mask from the beginning. I remember way back around when it all started in March, uh, as rumors triggered that it was definitely in the United States. Uh, I remember the first time I heard it personally was in California at an army base. And then that's when all of a sudden I started hearing about it everywhere. Um. I don't know when that's where it started, but that's how it started for me. Um, I've dealt with it in my own way. Uh, I go to work, and I wear a mask. I see people around me that are not wearing a mask because they're fully vaccinated. And they don't have to wear a mask. And now they've got it where it doesn't matter. So they just, people walk around whether they're vaccinated or not. And don't wear a mask. There are people who still wear a mask because they're trying to stay safe as possible. And that's smart. Um, I remember the first time I felt like a feeling of, I gotta get the fuck out of here. And you know what I'm talking about when I say this. Is when I'm, I was working in pharmacy. And I was getting stuff, count, making counts on stuff up top, and I noticed all of a sudden the aisle that I'm in was clustered with at least 13 people. Just all around, just all in the way, bumping into each other, bumping into my cart, and I went, what the fuck? Seriously? Oh, hell no. I got my cart and I made a beeline out of that aisle like Rick Grimes and The Walking Dead because that's what really they are right now to me. A lot 
And I hate to say this, and I'm gonna say it, a lot of the people who are the unvaccinated are like zombies. And a lot of the customers, even more now, feel like zombies. All in the way, while you're trying to do your job, and making it difficult. There doesn't need to be that many people now, but there they all were. I got off the aisle. That's when I discovered something was not right for me. That I normally am not like that. And suddenly, I see more than a handful of people going down an aisle. I'm immediately not ready for that shit. And then I either don't go that work down that aisle or I just go to the back until whatever I'm feeling is dispersed it's happened a couple of times I know I'm not alone in this but beyond all that we're all dealing with depression in so many ways and some the depression consumes us it doesn't let up it takes away time that you have. If you're a parent living with depression, your kids don't have time for that. Your kids are trying to live their life and you are dealing with wanting to be alone but not want to be alone. Your daughter can randomly hug you and you suddenly don't feel anything. That's the depression. I love my kids. I love my girls. That feeling of a hug from them should fill me with warmth. And when I'm dealing with it, when it's bad, I don't feel anything. I try to uh, put on a smile, you know, smile more to my kids because my daughter has now discovered, well, not discovered, but she saw me smile on some reasons, for some reason, at a joke or something. And she goes, oh, look, dad smiled. It hit me because my daughter doesn't, doesn't put me smiling and being happy as a part of our family dynamic. And it hit me hard. And it made me realize I got to do some serious shit with this. And I am. Seeking therapy. I know. Black men don't do therapy. I thought that. I thought that same thing. I felt that same thing. But as I'm getting older, I'm wanting to not only make myself look good physically, I want to look good mentally. And fighting off depression in the best way, I don't 
want to ever do pills to fight off a depression. I once took a blood pressure med that would do that to you, that would change your mood, and I felt helpless, so I don't want to feel that. So I'm going to be definitely looking for some kind of new age way of getting through this, because I've got to, it's my battle that I've got to fight, it's, but I'm not alone in this, and I'm just trying to say in this podcast episode, as cheerful as I was at the beginning about it, because that's what keeps me going. I want you to know you're not alone in this. I know there are a lot of people who are hurting, who who are alone a lot more during the holidays than they need to be. Holidays suck because they give you this feeling of you're supposed to be happy in a real family. And you're sitting there going, okay, I got a family, I'm supposed to be happy around. I want to feel the Christmas spirit, you know, and be happy, holiday spirit. My kids deserve that. My kids don't need their dad upset, pissed off, and depressed all the time. No. So I pull it back. I fight against it. Because they deserve that. My goal is to get through this holiday and then get myself straight as far as therapy and I want you to if it's too much if it's if you can't do that I need you to get help seek therapy talk to a friend because for some it's tough there's been a lot of people committing suicide and so randomly and I don't want you to be one of those. I want you to fight through this. The holidays are hell. But we all got to get through this somehow. You can do this. You can fight this depression. But every day is going to be different. Just keep fighting. And... Remembering to love yourself. That's the tough part. Because a lot of us, when we hit a certain, for me anyway, when we hit a certain moment of depression or it's so heavy, we don't love ourselves. I can tell you right now, uh, there are days when I don't love myself. And I don't like that feeling. It's the only way we're able to grow. If when we once we love ourselves, we have a better understanding of ourselves. You're not alone in this, folks. Keep fighting it. Keep pushing through. You are needed in this world. I'm getting ready to turn 50 in two weeks, and I'm so excited to turn 50, and I can't wait to see what happens next for my kids, for me. 
and I want to be not only physically ready, mentally ready as well. You can do this. I can do this. We can get through the holidays. This has been Effort. I'm doing the podcast. I'm Curtis, and we will talk again shortly. Thank you.